This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. Well, the holidays are upon us, and that means that a lot of us are going to have to figure out how not to overindulge. It's uh, not all that easy. It takes some willpower. And with holiday parties beginning, it is uh, really especially important for people with diabetes because they have to prevent low blood sugar, weight gain, and they also need to know the do's and don'ts of holiday drinking because that affects people with diabetes. I'm here with our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, Billy Chung. Hi, Billy. Hi, Libby. And of course, he is also here to answer all of your questions about all things pharmaceutical, uh, whether or not you have diabetes. The numbers to call 416 360 0740, toll free 1 866 740 4740. And so, Billy, what do people with diabetes have to keep in mind? You know, your uh, intro is very true in that we all over the holidays, uh, can have a tendency to overindulge and really enjoy family, friends, and and so forth. So, um, you know, diabetes affects, uh, you know, 10% greater or more in the population right now. Some people are diagnosed with diabetes, and uh, people with diabetes have to be more cautious because they uh, have a situation where, you know, if we talk about diabetes, is that their body manages their blood sugar levels differently than a person without diabetes. And so what they eat is uh, very critical. What they drink is very critical in terms of just uh, how that affects them, right? Uh, so uh, there's we can go through a bunch of tips. Well, we can talk about eating. We can talk about alcohol. We can talk about a, a few things. Um, but generally, we're probably talking about the situation where you have, uh, you know, 90% of these diabetics are type 2, okay, which means their body still has insulin, but it doesn't necessarily use it properly. And, uh, you know, the people, when they have um, uh, eating uh, situations where, you know, it's not simply just a candy bar because, you know, mashed potatoes, bread, things like that can increase your blood sugar just the same as a candy bar. So it's not just things that contain sugar. It's just how your body uses it and turns it into sugar. Um, so tons of stuff that uh, I guess uh, for a diabetic, they need to be uh, concerned about when they go to a party. So gathered some tips here, okay, okay. Uh, in terms of just uh, what to look out for. So first of all, have a plan. <laughs> so in other words, you know, today is Thursday. If you're going to a dinner party on a Friday or Saturday night, um, one of the first tips is uh, you may have a tendency to say, maybe I'm going to like eat less during the day and or maybe not eat very much at all or not eat breakfast so that you're kind of like saving the eating for later on. Well, that's probably not the best idea. And the reason being is that you're probably going to be much hungrier. You're probably going to spike your blood sugar a little bit more um, versus, you know what, have your normal 
plan of eating, whether it's in the morning, breakfast, uh, lunch, and so forth. And then when you arrive, you may not be as hungry. You can actually be able to manage your plan a little bit better going that route. Okay. Okay. So wait, I have I have a question that's very it. relevant to, to here. <laughs> So it's it's you know you know you're going to a party maybe you can plan for it you know you're going to a dinner yeah but say you walk into work today oh and there's right a, and a, a and there's this table <laughs> of cookies and squares and shortbreads and and cupcakes uh, that I mean you didn't know it was going to be there but it's <laughs> it's calling your name yes it's saying. Billy. <laughs> so, you know what? And, and I think uh, when, you, when you talk to people with diabetes, it's something that they're actually conscious about all the time, right? It's not just over the holidays. Like, they, there can be that temptation. Um, there is some philosophies around it. So, first of all, it's like, you know, it's don't suffer over saying I'm never going to enjoy anything and don't do anything. That's not the right thing to do. So, in other words, during this holiday time, it's okay to have some treats, here and there, but you have to be aware of the effect of having those treats, right? Um, so what it may mean is, okay, a little bit more um, discipline. So uh, avoid hanging out, having social conversations around that table would be one thing. So you're not grazing over it throughout the day. Um, what you might want to do is to say, okay, you know what? I will have maybe I'll designate, I'll have two treats for the day that I know is at that table. So then when you go to the table, and this actually applies to even the dinner table if it is for the dinner, mm-hmm. whether it, whatever table you're coming up to, is instead of just kind of going after the first few things, some of the tips out there is to say, you know what, look at the whole table and have a plan of attack on it to say, okay, <laughs> <laughs> what are my favorites out of it? And if I can only pick two, which are the two I would pick? If I was only going to pick one, which is the one that I would pick? Um, as opposed to just grabbing one and two and, and, and moving along, you say, okay, great, I'm going to allow myself to enjoy that one or two that I'm going to have. So that's the first thing. So in other words, just you, you can't just kind of open-ended go into this type of uh, situation. Second thing is, and maybe a little bit tougher, but also to um, take your time with it. <laughs> so, oh, don't gobble it? Don't just gobble it down. Put it on a plate, bring it back to your desk, bring it back to wherever you're working, your workplace, whatever. Or if it's at lunch, then maybe you save it for lunch. So in other words, you know that you've said, I'm going to allow myself to enjoy that, but you're, 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 you're going to allow yourself to enjoy it in a certain way, right? So it's not just grab it at the table and take it. Over lunch, maybe what you're doing is you're having that as a treat. Um, Savor it a little bit, right? Smaller bites. Take your time. Don't just gobble it down. So that will also help as well. You know what? I think <laughs> that's that's sort of good advice for everybody, not just yeah. people with with diabetic with I, diabetes. I agree. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's um, the other thing I I read once because people think that they gain a lot of weight over the holidays. That the fact is that. People generally only gain like a pound or two, but the problem is they don't lose that pound or two. It just gets another, there's another it's, pound or two the next year. It's easier to gain than to lose, right? Really, <laughs> <laughs> this just in. So again, it's it's uh, it's being conscious of the the situation, and you know when you talk about uh, people with diabetes, one of the things that they should do over the holidays, because when I say you know what, enjoy the treats and enjoy saying I'm going to allow myself to have the treats. What you also need to do is also manage your diabetes, and one of the things diabetics will do is they test their blood sugars. Okay. Um, over the holiday period, you probably need to or should test a little bit more often if you are going out a little bit more often and indulging a bit. Because what that will do is at least give you a signal to tell you, okay, how is 
how is that decision affecting my blood sugars? Is it drastically affecting it? Is it just affecting it a little bit? Is it helping you to manage your um, – by testing your blood sugars, it gives you a little bit more information in terms of better managing what you decide to do when you do go up to one of these dinner tables or dessert tables that may be there in front of you as well. Okay. Give, give me – so how – Often would people be testing their blood sugar normally and how often would you recommend and what kind of a spike is something to worry about? So it's a that's a that's a great question in terms of how often, and it depends on the type of diabetes you have. Okay, um, type one diabetics would probably be testing it more than a type two diabetes person usually. Um, type one because your insul- you don't have mm-hmm. insulin that works. You have to supplement it. You you really have to have tight control, or else you risk having too much blood sugar in your system or too little blood sugar in your system. So you're testing way more often, in some cases, several times a day. Now, that being said, when you're type 2, and if you understand already or know how your diabetes um, uh, works in your body and how things affect you, you don't need to test uh, three, four times a day anymore. And actually, what people do recommend is that, you know what, you may be testing every few days, and it depends on your control, right? I'd say over the holidays, I would do, it would depend on the situation, right? So if you haven't had... Um, alcohol. Let's bring up the alcohol piece, right? If you haven't had a drink in a while uh, and you don't know how it affects you, then what you may want to do, or you may should do actually, if you haven't had a couple of drinks, is you probably should test your your blood sugar before you go to bed that night just to see if it's the, how that alcohol may have affected you, all right? And probably same thing in the morning. So the frequency is going to need to depend on what you're eating and what you're having to drink and so forth. The interesting thing with alcohol is it can both increase your blood sugar and also decrease your blood pressure. Uh, blood sugar as well, depending on the drink, right? Because you got these drinks that mix drinks with sweet flavorings and mixes in there and stuff like that. It can it can cause an increase in your um, in your blood sugar levels. There's also this kind of reverse effect: is that if you have too much alcohol, depending on especially with type one diabetes, um, it can actually cause low blood sugar like 12 or 24 hours later on, and there's some risk with that down the road. So you really have to kind of watch out for it. And I'm I'm uh, having a little bit of a hard. T- how how does alcohol cause low blood sugar? It's it's uh, essentially the way your uh, body responds to the alcohol in your system. And again, I said it's the type one diabetics, and it's the way the fact that they don't have insulin, it can have that uh, potential uh, effect on you. It doesn't happen right away. And so, one of the recommendations for people, if you are having a drink, is that the people around you need to understand what it looks like to have low blood sugar as well. Because in case you are having a low blood blood sugar attack, they need to know that you are and can help you with it, get and, you some of the sugar to get back into your system as and, well. And what does it look like? Well, low blood sugar, now here's kind of the unusual thing. If you were to describe low blood sugar, it kind of is described with people, it seems like they might be drunk. Oh. <laughs> so it's it's slurred speech, disorientation, sweating, heart palpitations. Um, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, that type of effect, that type of description, right? So um, recommendation with people, if you you are a diabetic, you have uh, identification to indicate so, so that if you're at a party and for some reason you do get low blood sugar, then that's something that you need to uh, be conscious about. Um, if you are drinking, you should probably have some carbs with it at the same time. It's another recommendation just to make sure you don't get that low blood sugar effect as well. Okay, let's hear from Barbara in Hamilton. Hello, Barbara. Hello, Libby again. Um, I'm calling with a comment on the diabetes. Hi, Barbara. And um, I have an excellent endocrinologist who gave me advice if I went out to, I am a diabetic, 
if I went out to a party during the, it's all right to drink, he said, but the best drinks for diabetes. Now, I understand not everybody would like those drinks, but I happen to be very uh, able to drink for that. Anyway, uh, the best drinks are oh, um, the Bloody Marys or the Caesars because the tomato juice happens to help to metabolize your sugar. And he also said, like uh, your pharmacist said, to try to eat something with your drinks. Not that I'm a, I drink one drink and I make it last. It's okay yeah. with me. Okay. But, but um, you know, the worst problem I had was when I was in the hospital, and I landed in the hospital because my sugars dropped, and I fell, and I broke my hip. But then when I got in there, of course, the hospitals don't give diabetic, doc, uh, diabetic diets per se anymore. So all they have is no sugar, but they send up loads of rice and peas and corn and all the high carbs and potatoes, very little protein, if any, pasta, pierogies, and um, then they increase your insulin. I said, I came in here because my sugars were dropping and I followed my diet very consciously, which my doctors know that. And I said, now, I'm going to go home, and I won't be able to take all this. And my sugar started to drop in there because I ate not everything they put in front of me. They said jam-filled cookies, rice puddings. Okay. So anyway, when they started dropping, I thought, well, maybe they'll decrease the insulin. They didn't. They (laughs) increased it. Are you doing fine now, Barbara? Well, I'm better. I'm at home, so I can follow my diet. Okay, well, that's the important thing. You know, thanks very much. I have uh, I have two comments uh, uh, related to this, and you know, she Barbara said that you know she can drink alcohol, right? So it it is okay to have alcohol if you have diabetes, but you have to ask yourself a number of questions or a few things. One of them is that is your diabetes under control? So generally, if it is not, then uh, you need to make sure that your diabetes is under control and you need to talk to your health care provider. Um, there's a few other things. We maybe talk about that uh, afterwards. After the break. Okay. That's right. We've got to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with more on this. And uh, we're talking about how to manage your diabetes over the holidays with drinking and eating. Uh, but, of course, we're taking all of your questions about things pharmaceutical. And I'll be right back with Billy Chung after this. Benny Goodman, Duke Ellington, Glenn Miller, Woody Herman, Count Basie, Tommy Dorsey, Artie Shaw, Harry James, George Janescu. Yes, George Janescu. When you're talking the big names in big bands, you have to include George Janescu because nobody's brought you more big band music than the best friend the big bands ever had. Join George for Big Band Sunday Night every Sunday from 7 to 11 on Zoomer Radio AM 740 and downtown Toronto at 96.7 FM. Holiday shopping can get pretty tedious. 
But Chevrolet's holiday event is going to kick your holiday shopping into high gear. This season, you get 0% purchase financing and up to $4,000 in total value on the 2018 Silverado 1500 Double Cab Midnight Edition. When you apply for a GM card, there's holiday shopping and there's holiday shopping. Offer ends January 2nd. Visit OntarioChevroletDealers.ca for details. Aeroplan lives for travel and believes in evolution, which is why the next generation Aeroplan program will bring you miles closer to what you want and where you want to be, so the world won't seem so far away. Aeroplan is building a stronger program, making it easier and more convenient to get you to those meaningful moments with the people you love. The future of Aeroplan is happening now. Check it out at aeroplan.com. Behind your plan, there's Aeroplan. In celebration of Zoomer Magazine's 10th anniversary, we invited Canadian associations to nominate their most vibrant and inspiring members, reinventing aging through their passions. And they're amazing. Let Zoomer show you more. We got some fascinating Zoomers, powerful advice, and riveting secrets. Watch for the winners all year long in Zoomer Magazine by subscribing at GetZoomer.com. It costs nothing to spend time with the people you love. It costs nothing to spread kindness and good cheer. It costs nothing to put a smile on someone's face, to feel all the feels, to enjoy all the joys. This holiday season, it costs nothing to model the behavior you want to see in others. Trust us. In the swimwear business, we know a thing or two about modeling. From all of us at Swimco, happy holidays. Shop online at swimco.com or visit us in Lime Ridge Mall. This holiday season, give the extraordinary time travel with Shen Yun thousands of years back to the splendor of ancient China. The New York Times calls it 5,000 years of traditional Chinese music and dance in one night. Take your loved ones on a wondrous journey of classical Chinese dance, magical scenery, and soul-stirring music. Shen Yun is an amazing experience they'll talk about for years. On stage January 3rd through 28th in Toronto, Mississauga, Hamilton, and Kitchener. Tickets sell fast. Book yours today at ShenYun.com. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. I am here with Billy Chung, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. And we're talking mostly about managing your diabetes over the holidays, uh, what to do about all the treats you're going to encounter, and also how to manage alcohol because, you know, most people would like to have a drink. And, uh, Billy, it sounds like it can be a little complicated. Well, not too complicated, but there, the general rule is there is no need to avoid alcohol um, if you have diabetes. But you do need to ask yourself, uh, there's, there's three, three components, three questions to ask yourself. One of them is, is your diabetes under control? Okay, so if yes, then that's a good thing. If no, then alcohol may need to be a consideration where you may need to avoid it if it's not under control because alcohol can have an effect on that. Um, Are you free from other health problems that have a concern related to alcohol as well, right? So if there's other things, liver, eye disease, blood pressure, things like that, then you need to also have a consideration there because the combination of that with your diabetes may be a consideration. And then lastly is do you know how to prevent or treat low blood sugar? Because again, if there's a risk for low blood sugar with your where you're drinking, then you need to know how that's being treated. If if all those types of things are 
are, are something that can be applicable to you and you can answer, you know what, yeah, they don't affect me, then you know what, most likely you can have some drinks over the holiday. Now, we're not talking five, six drinks over the course of an evening. <laughs> so, um, you know, and some of the recommendations, and I read about these recommendations, I probably still think they're a little bit more than I would probably suggest to people usually. Um, but for women, it's, uh, you know, the literature does say two standard drinks or less um, per day and less than 10 drinks a week, okay? And then for men, you get one extra on the daily and you get up to 15 per week. Now, I don't know about you That's guys. not every week. That's... It, it, it's 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 one of these things that talks about um, uh, what's excess alcohol intake, right? So that's what kind of guidelines in the literature, but it's not but something it, I would typically recommend is that many over the course of a week. Um, but, you know, you have people that may have a couple of drinks over the course of an evening, right? Um, for a diabetic, again, talk with your healthcare professional, talk with your pharmacist, see how you're managing it. Um, but at the end of the day, you may have that opportunity to say, what? I don't have to avoid it. Um, in terms of low blood sugar, though, if it does happen, you need to have a friend that knows what to do. You should know what to do, um, but it's like three-quarters glass of orange juice. Um, the gold standard is glucose tablets, which you can get from your pharmacy and your pharmacist. And that's usually the best thing for a diabetic to have is glucose tablets, and that's basically right away you can take the uh, tablets to do that. Um, a good one is Lifesavers. It's, uh, I think it's seven Lifesavers. <laughs> if you have that in your pocket, if you have low blood sugar and a hypoglycemic attack, that's what you take as well. Um, but you need to be aware of just what happens when, when you have low blood sugar, if you get that sweating and heart palpitations and disorder. So the heart palpitations can be the result of low blood sugar. Yeah. Yeah, it's your body responding. It's it's uh, it's kind of that fight or flight effect, right? It's saying, okay, something's happening here. I'm not happy with it. Right? And if you just kind of feel, uh, I guess, what popular culture calls hangry, and they get that kind of tingling, um, is that sort of the beginning of low blood sugar? It, you know what? It's uh, it, The symptoms probably, uh, different people might manifest a little bit differently, right? But uh, a diabetic would generally have an idea in most cases, depending on how long they've had diabetes. But it's it's more than just that, right? It is they will feel. It's the, the, the sweating. The, 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 it's, a, it's a whole effect on the body that you'll realize, okay, I'm, I'm feeling like I need something in my system that my body doesn't have. And your body's saying, hey, I don't have enough energy to, to do what I need to do. Your body's mm-hmm. saying I need something. And... Uh- Presumably, um, if some of this is a little confusing, um, you're there to counsel people who come into the pharmacy. You know, pharmacists, um, uh, you know, see, you know, people with diabetes have a lot of things they need to get from the pharmacy, right? So they have their medications. If they're on insulins, they have to talk about syringes and they have to talk about all supplies related to it. Um, When you look in the pharmacy, they also usually typically have all the different um, supplements and and nutritional things and bars and things like that. So uh, pharmacists see a lot. Of diabetics, and uh, most of the time, if you have any questions related to what you should do over the holidays, um, your pharmacist is there. Talk to them about it. Any tips or recommendations for your specific situation, right? Because um, that's kind of you know what you should do. The other thing with diabetics, when you're um, over the holidays, if you're traveling, is also to be aware, right? You need to make sure you get to your pharmacist to get a list of your medications, because again, you're you you don't, you don't want to be without your medications while you're traveling. And if for some reason something gets lost and uh, along the way, you and you need to visit at a pharmacy, that list of medications is really critical to make sure that you get something that's necessary. Um, one of the other recommendations we have is uh, when you're traveling, you also want to separate. Don't put all your medications in one bag. <laughs> and generally, you don't want to check it all into a bag. You need no, to you want to carry it on. Yeah, carry on. But if you're not carrying a whole bunch of it, you're carrying a certain number of days, if you're going to just separate it into different pieces of luggage, not all in one spot, it's also another tip. That way, if one bag gets lost, 
you know, you still have some of that stuff with you as well. Um, and then understand, obviously, what you're taking. Because, again, uh, the biggest risk when you're traveling with, when you're on your medications as a diabetic is that you don't know what you're, you're taking regularly uh, or maybe you don't know how the, the full names of it, the chemical names. And when you sit down with your pharmacist, they can give it to you. Because when you go to different countries, they may go by a slightly different name. But if you have that information, the other pharmacist in the other country should be able to help you because you don't want to go without your medication. Diabetics, you really want to make sure you're taking it regularly to manage your blood sugar. Yeah, but if, if uh, something's lost, you're, are you going to need a, another doctor's prescription in another country? Depends on the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends where you're going. The, the, uh, the rules are different in different places. Um, but if you do uh, have that list, that will be helpful. Um, there, there are a lot of countries out there where you know, some of the regular medications, you know, one of the big ones, the, the gold standard right now, the first medication people are on is metformin. And uh, most countries would have that medication for you and uh, uh, be able to replace that as well. That's uh, really interesting and really important information. We're uh, basically out of time. Billy, what would you like to leave us with on this? You know what? A uh, couple of tips. Uh, one, obviously, is talk to your pharmacist. They can help you. Um, there's lots of resources online. So diabetes.ca is a good website to go take a look at for information. And then there's also um, Canada has a CANRISK. It's a C-A-N-R-I-S-K. It's a Canadian Diabetes Risk Questionnaire, but it's something that uh, if you want to kind of see what your risk levels are and things like that, uh, take a look at that as well. Okay. Billy Chung, thank you so much. And if we don't see you before then, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you. And that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. Remember, Free For All Friday is coming up tomorrow. And right now we break for traffic and news. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.